Welcome to Top Landing Gear and to our series of interviews from the 2021 Bournemouth Air Festival. Now, both the RAF and the Royal Navy took part in the flying display at Bournemouth, as did the Army, who was superbly represented by the Tigers' freefall parachute display team. Now, these guys from the Princess of Wales Regiment and Queen's Division do this in their spare time, as parachuting isn't part of their normal Army life. That tends to be left to the parachute regiment. But they're all highly qualified, as to be a display jumper, you need to have an A licence, which you can only get after a minimum 200 jumps. Well, Private Will Sims from the team was kind enough to drop in on us the morning after a particularly top landing himself on Bournemouth Beach the previous day. So I'm Private Sims and I'm from the Princess of Wales Royal Regiment. Brilliant. Uh, and can we call you Will? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Thank you, Private Sims. Uh, I, actually, I do remember your commentator uh, commentating on your wonderful display in the dusk here uh, yesterday evening where you're actually um, you're parachuting with, with some form of pyrotechnics. It's, it's very impressive. Yes, yeah. So we've got pyrotechnics and on the ankles and also smoke we're carrying. Also, we're carrying flags, yeah. which we're trying to come in uh, with the... Um, the hotel's brand name, TSA's brand name. We also have our um, battalion's flag or the army flag. So we've got yeah. a range of flags that we, we change up and yeah. a range of different coloured smoke and all that yeah. sort of stuff. I should just explain, you are the Tigers' parachute display team. I've watched you guys for years and I'm always impressed. Every time I see you, I'm more impressed. I think it's, a, it, it's an incredible display. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, brilliant. It is, it is really lovely to come to all these displays and just show what we can do and show what we've been training for. James, as a pilot, will probably ask you what on earth makes you want to jump out of an aeroplane. Is that a question? If the aeroplane is fully serviceable and working, surely you'd stay with it. <laughs> Absolutely. I do get that question quite a lot, actually. But uh, it's part of the thrill, I guess. Once the door opens and you can feel the wind, yeah. you just jump out and just embrace it and feel the adrenaline going uh, through your body. And was, was parachuting something you wanted to do? Because obviously you're not parachute regiment. The Tigers are an infantry regiment, are they? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, so an infantry regiment, yeah. yes. yeah. Uh, no, I, I didn't even really think I'd ever get into parachuting. Yeah. Now I'm here now, so mm-hmm. it's, it's massively opened my eyes. But throughout the Army, I've been able to get into parachuting, which is brilliant. brilliant. And the display itself, um, I mean, we watched you here last night. It was absolutely phenomenal. Particularly, you do this sort of sharp downwind turn, sharp interwind turn just before you land. Yeah. Which yeah. Look, I mean, you're, it looks like you're dropping like a stone at that point. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's On the last 200 display. foot. Is that, yeah. is that something you would do, say you were operationally going to jump? Um, is that something you'd use, or is this all for a display? Yeah, this is all more civilian side for yep. displays, yeah. Okay. In military side, they usually use round parachutes, yep. where they don't usually control it yeah. as much they just drop out the plane and go down and so the, the tigers themselves obviously part of the princess of wales royal regiment yeah that's it yeah. um which are not as i say a, a parachute regiment it's not the parachute regiment how did they how did the, the tigers team evolve so it evolved uh, many years ago now before my time mm-hmm. uh it's it started up and it, it started called the dragons right actually yes yeah and from there it's just evolved to mm-hmm. the tigers yeah. which we are now and keep coming back to bournemouth and many other places to do displays so well just to clarify this do you mean that operationally when you're doing your day job with the army you don't ever put on a parachute you, you don't use your parachute no no so this is purely your sort of um, sideline yes yeah yeah so we've most of us on the team we've just come away from the yeah. infantry side of life oh, to come and do this displaying 
uh, parachute display team. So, uh, how long's your attachment with the Tigers last for? So it, it ranges, but as long as you're useful to the team, it, it can be about two to three years. Okay. But the more it goes along, and you, the more that you do, when you start to crawl up in different things and get more instructor quali- qualifications, then you can more likely stay becoming an instructor in different things and how long have you been in so far with the with the tiger with the team uh coming up to two years now so you've got you've got a a, you're nearly at a crossroads are you yes yeah will you stay on are you i hopefully will yes hopefully but last year was a bit of a write-off because of uh obviously covid happened so no displays happened so this is actually my first year as a display jumper enjoying it yeah absolutely (laughs) so i'd love to know what the relationship is like between you guys and the parachute regiment Uh, how how is the banter yeah there there was a bit of banter there yeah (laughs) as you can imagine because we're always rivals as you can imagine but yeah yeah it's brilliant and about the display itself, you're saying um, you have flags attached to you. How are they attached? Now, how does that affect your your jump? Because I imagine that's creating quite a bit of drag, is it? Yeah, absolutely. So the they're attached by a like a, a clip around the waist, underneath the parachute, and you just get it out under the canopy. And there's a weight at the bottom that pulls you down and changes more the your angle of attack under canopy mm-hmm. so obviously we have to train for that before we can do it on displays so when you're maneuvering i know they're very maneuverable parachutes yeah. these, but when you're maneuvering and you've got a massive flag underneath you yes is that a different are you having to do different things from if you didn't have the flag yes yeah, yeah slightly different so your heights will be different from where you turn and where you set up into wind yeah. would be different as well and can you just explain these parachutes? Because they're, they're, they're like a, a bit like a wing in many ways, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. So the, the main canopy that we all fly is a Lightning 176, which in many terms it's just like the make and model, really, of, of the uh, canopy style. And, uh, yeah, it's more for crew, which we will be doing hopefully today, which where we stack each other oh, on, under the canopies. Yeah, do so. that? Yeah. Don't forget what you were originally <laughs> going to say, but how do you guys do that? That's so impressive. So it does take a lot of training because when you start up with parachuting, you're always told to stay away from each other. Of course, So yes. coming into crew, it, it does take an effect on you and you, the adrenaline starts to go on the first couple. You're like, oh, yeah. God, am I supposed to be here? But yeah, and it does, it, but it is absolutely brilliant. So are your, is your boot on the chute of the guy in front of you? Yes, yeah, yeah. So you have to basically in a safe way crash into the other person yeah. <laughs> i mean just is asking for trouble yes, I mean, in, yeah. in tra- how do you train with that i'm presuming you build it up a bit at a time yes yeah so we mainly start off with our team leader because he's a like a crew pilot so he'll take us through and get us used to what we can do under a canopy yeah. and then when we start getting more experience and a couple more jumps with it yeah. we'll start doing it with the other lads yeah. and we'll start to get more than one uh, more than two stacks we'll yeah. start to go three or four stuff like that it's incredible going back to the more sensible side of things what's the aircraft you jump out of <laughs> <laughs> it's a C208 caravan so a Cessna is it? yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. a Cessna okay. yeah and that's, that's the usual uh, and that's your that we usually that's use. your team aircraft is it yes yeah, pretty much we, we don't per se have an actual aircraft we usually use uh, Skydive Never Ravens aircraft right yeah. so uh, from think. there and well about dropping into a drop zone on a beach 
there's not a lot of space between the edge of the cliff and the sea. <laughs> and I've seen yeah. you guys come in at Eastbourne. It's, it's incredibly impressive how accurate you guys are aiming for that DZ, the drop zone. Yes, yeah. Any nasty moments there? I mean, how difficult is it doing, doing a display into, in, onto a beach? Yeah, so I, that was the first time. Yesterday was the first time was onto wow. a beach and then noticing that there's a cliff right next to you <laughs> is uh, a bit different. Because that would affect the wind. The mind of it. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly, yeah. So we have to make sure that we take into account the curl over from yeah. the wind off the cliff. Yeah. So we take that into account. But, yeah... It's all, all that we train for, really. It's just as uh, uh, James alluded to this uh, at the start of the interview. There is at that point, some of you guys are coming in almost horizontal. So the the your parachute is kind of horizontal to you rather than above you. Yes, yeah. And you're what twenty feet above the ground, maybe a bit more. But yeah, not a much. bit bit higher than that. But, but you're, yeah, you're, you as he says, you are really dropping at that stage. That's yes, yeah. So you. From the turn, a nice tight turn on your yeah. last turn, you get a nice like sort of pendulum effect with the canopy, yeah. and you'll pick up the speed coming into land. So you can get a nice flare, an even flare of the canopy, so it'll pick you up and just nicely drop you Do you get back butterflies down. at that stage? Uh, not, well, no. get butterflies the whole way down. <laughs> <really>. <laughs> yeah. well, is there any sort of communication as, as you're coming down? Are you in... You know, are you calling out instructions? Are, are people talking to each other up there, or is it is it not uh, even possible? Up there, if we're doing crew, we usually have cardo um, like talk systems where yeah. we can talk to each other. Obviously, because when we're starting to fly close to each other with the canopies, yeah. then we need to speak to people. But um, coming down when we're landing, no, we don't we don't speak to each other. We, but we know the stack order and yeah. where we're placed, so that the ground crew know who's coming down at what time. Yeah. And is there a bit of competitiveness? I bet there is. With always, who, absolutely who gets closest always. to the DZ? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's buying the round of drinks at the end of the night? Yeah. That's who comes in closest, yeah. is it? Yeah. So well, no, 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 no. Whoever lands further. Oh, away. fine. <laughs> okay. So there is an incentive to get yes, absolutely. absolutely. Spot on. Yes, yeah. Uh, it's brilliant. And what are your sort of parameters that will let you either jump or not jump? I know yesterday evening the cloud base was a little bit on the low side. Yes, yeah. And obviously, wind, particularly on a, on a shoreline here, can have a, a big effect. So, what are your kind of Limits. Yeah, so the uh, the height of the cloud yesterday was about two and a half thousand foot. So we usually jump no less than two thousand foot. Right. Uh, we can go less, but we would have to train for that, and we mainly train for two thousand feet. Yeah. But if we can go higher, absolutely, we'll go higher. But uh, wind-wise, it's up to twenty knots, which, oh, wow. when in the grand scheme of things, isn't that like that much. When it starts to pick up the wind. Knots at- at the ground on the ground on the yes ground, yeah. yeah on the yeah. ground yeah that's incredible and uh which number are you when we watch you today coming out of the aircraft uh so i'll probably be number oh, probably. four you're not sure so it, change. it sometimes changes it sometimes <laughs> changes yeah depending on what we're doing so if we are going to be doing crew on the weather wise then i'll be number four or i could be number six Right, and depending on where you jump, would that depend on whether you've got the flag or not? Or would you, do you always carry one of the flags? Uh, I, I haven't yet because I've trained for flags, but you have to do a minimum of five displays to carry a flag, and that was my fourth one yesterday. So 
hopefully. Some... Who got closest yesterday, by the way? Uh, well, I'd like to say myself. But yeah. what, was it you? <laughs> well, yeah. I think it was. Cause yeah, I think it was. Well, I remember. I think it was as well. <laughs> I remember the commentators yeah. like, oh, private sims there. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm private sims. We were onto our eighth pint by that yeah, stage. We, yeah. we, we were definitely waving. Uh, yeah. I don't know what we were waving at, but we were just waving. Uh, well, it's a brilliant display. And thank you so much for talking to us. No, we, thank we look you. forward to watching you again the rest of the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, huge thanks to everyone who took time to talk to us. And remember, you can hear more interviews from the Bournemouth Air Festival and all our Top Landing Gear podcasts wherever you normally get your podcasts from. You can also follow us on social media at Top Landing Gear and get in touch with us by email at info at toplandinggear.com. That's info at toplandinggear.com. Two Gs. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 